Hi, and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast, a podcast created to help you get out of your head and into your life. That is, if you want to have more fun, freedom, happiness, peace of mind, and success whilst squeezing the juice out of every area of your life. Join Jackie Ford every Thursday and listen in to her warm Scottish tones, wise heart and wonderful sense of humour as she interviews guests and discusses what it means to be unashamedly human. Hi everyone and welcome to the Unashamedly Human podcast. Today I'm sitting with a fellow alumni of the One Thought Institute, um, Anna Debenham. Anna trained in London and found out about this understanding we speak of called the three principles and she's gone on to do some incredible work over in the United States and she just pulled a face when I said that which I just love because it shows me how humble she is um it's love I love that you did that Anna because you're doing what you're meant to do and when you're doing what you're meant to do it doesn't seem special so Anna can can you introduce people to you and what you do and um, yeah, I um, uh, started an organisation in Portland called the Insight Alliance, which um, basically kind of came out of me continuing um, the work I was doing with Jacqueline um, Hollows in, in Beyond Recovery in England, mm-hmm. working in prisons, because I just loved it. And so when I came back to, when I moved back to Portland, I knew that that's what I continued to um, So... Um, we formed um, the Insight Alliance um, at a um, really kind of started because uh, we got um, some, well, the, uh, the women's prison asked us to do um, some research because they wanted it to be an evidence-based practice. And so then it, it needed to be an organization rather than just me. So mm-hmm. it became the Insight Alliance. And so that started about a year ago, actually in August. And we have programs now uh, in one of the men's prisons called CRCI, which is up in Portland. Um, and actually tomorrow, we're just starting in a women's prison, in the medium security women's prison with two programs. So we had, um, it was just going to be one, but we had 43 women sign up. And um, so we have two. So I'm going in um, Wednesday and Thursday mornings. And uh, so, and that was actually, um, um, kind of it was a women's prison it took age to kind of make something happen and then a superintendent um or the deputy superintendent at crci who saw the work that we were doing in the men's prison and then she moved over to the women's prison and um she got me in got us into the women's prison basically saying this program is helping change the culture at crci we need to bring this into the women's prison so we were in within a couple of weeks and everyone was on board. And so now we're, we're working in the women's prison and then um, should be starting in the youth prison, uh, McLaren, hopefully in January, but you never know how it works out. Um, and that one came off the back of, you know, the guys that we work with that are coming out of prison, um, want to stay involved and want to, want to learn to teach or want to learn to want to continue to share um so uh and when i asked them like you know what do you want to do like if this this is your organization too this isn't about me this is like what do we want to create together because you know we're winging it here and we're up as go so like what do you want to do and they were like well if i understood this or if i knew this 10 or 15 years ago i wouldn't be here we need to we need to work with you so i was like cool okay um 
and I didn't have any kind of la I didn't have any um, kind of warm contacts in the youth authority because it's a completely different system. Mm-hmm. Um, and then totally out of the blue, um, I get an email from a woman who um, had just said, "I work in the women's I work in the kids prison." Um, and, um, I want to, I want to go deeper with them. And I was introduced to your work and I see what you're doing and I'd love to get you in there. Would you be interested? And it's like, of course, you know, but it just <laughs> came, literally came out of nowhere. Cause I was like, oh, we didn't know anyone in the, we didn't know anyone in the, in the youth prison. Um, and then, and then what was that, what was even cooler actually last weekend, and this is kind of how, this is literally how this goes. I mean, my whole kind of experiences of doing this walking on the coast and um and i'd actually seen this woman she's actually an english woman who has a really cute dog and our dogs play together and and i recognized her on the beach in in uh, in on the coast and then the following day we met up with her and her husband just ran into them on the beach again and i asked what she does and she said that she works with foundations and grants and of course my ears prick up because i'm thinking foundations you want to give some money to us that like, you know kind yeah. of um and I, and then i um and then she asked me where I was, what I did. And I said, oh, well, I have a you know, nonprofit and we work in the prison. She said, oh, my husband does too. And so he was there and we've just, so he worked in the Oregon Youth Authority, this amazing guy. And he's just now become the executive director of this organization called Parrot Creek, which works with youth as they come out of prison or they've had some involvement with the justice system. And then they do this residential program, this community program and whatnot. And because I've been thinking, you know, the guys that I work with who've come out of prison can't go back into prison to teach. They can't go back into the youth, or, you, you know, for a certain amount of years, depending on your sentence. And I was thinking, I wonder how we're going to get them to kind of, I'm going to get them in a space where they can actually learn and share because they can't go into prison. And our groups, a lot of them are in prison. Um, and so then, you know, I went down to their organization, down to their kind of their residential program to kind of have a tour and whatever and they love what we're doing and so they've just i've just got back to um the i think clinical director because um they they want us to do a pilot project there um which is going to be great because we can the guys that you know a couple of the guys that really want to learn to share can then come and practice Mm -hmm. you know and be developed kind of as on outside of prison so that's kind of um that's happening um, at some point, but that just feels like how the organization is growing. It's like you have conversations on the beach and like mad <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> and then, you know, we've got a kettle with, with Portland Community College. And so we're gonna do, we're gonna do a group there outside because there's a great program there called um, uh, Opening Doors, which works with people who've been previously incarcerated and work um, and then want, who wanna go on to college. And so the director of that program wants us to wants us to have a group um, there. So then again, the guys coming out of prison can learn to to share there, and we can kind of have a group because we we do groups outside prison, kind of as a just as a kind of way to connect with people who mm-hmm. who are out and stay stay. You know, it's like an extended family. You know, so we can support them as they transition back into the community. So th- those are the kind of things that that we're doing. That and then writing grants on the side. We had our first fundraiser, and we made twenty five grand, and which apparently was amazing for a first fundraiser. And we had fun, and that was you know. So it, it was kind of like it's just been, you know, from never wanting to do anything with a nonprofit because it sounded like really, really hard work and awful. Um, um, 
and then it's kind of happening um, organically. It feels, um, you know, sometimes I have my moments where it's like, what the hell am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, it all feels like a bit much. Um, but that's only, you know, in the um, occasionally. And, um, and most of the time, I just absolutely love it. And it's kind of flowing. So that's, that's the Insight Alliance. Um, and we've also, we've been fiscally sponsored. So we were being fiscally sponsored by the YWCA um as, as there are umbrella organization mm-hmm. and then um we've now applied for our own 501c3 which is in the works with the irs and we've got a great board forming got some amazing people who are kind of getting involved through you know they're wanting to seeing how this is working not only for themselves but also as, as i kind of you know been doing some intensives and um bits and bobs on the side um and getting people involved that that um are passionate and well connected um in portland so really good fraser um so it just feels it it feels uh, you know like um it's uh that's what's going on it's basically (laughs) you know it's funny anna because if you were to ask anyone who has created a non-profit and tried to do the kind of work that you're doing then very much so they would have had their business plan and they would have had their goals and their objectives and from what I've seen of your journey it just seems to be one thing's unfolding after another after another and you seem really really open to it which I love. Well I think um it's uh yeah no we, we we have now in sort of hindsight well retrospect i don't know what, which one's which but um kind of created a business plan because for our grants and stuff we need to but oh, you need to yeah but but no we didn't have one to but i never I, this is not this isn't i didn't know what i was doing you know when i when i started to do this it's like what do i um you know what sounds well what happened was i remember when i first came back to portland and um and kind of wondering how I was going to get into prison, you know, mm-hmm. because I didn't know anyone here. I mean, we'd lived here before for 10 years, but I didn't have any, you know, prison connections. I was in a completely different sort of line mm-hmm. of work. Um, and I just remember having kind of a moment of going, oh, bollocks. This, I, I don't know what I'm going to, you know, how do I do this? This seems really hard. And I was getting into kind of a lot of insecure thinking. And then, like, I had a, an insight popped up, which was basically... Um, there's nothing, there's nothing I can do in the world that's going to make me any more whole than I already am. Yeah. And in that moment, like all the insecure thinking literally just fell away and everything was quiet. It was like, oh, so I could just work in a coffee shop because I'm okay. Like there isn't this like, I should be doing this. Or I need to do this. Or how can I do this? Or I've got to, you know, my career's got to move in an in a, in a upward motion. All mm-hmm. those things that I, I've got to do more. And I'm, all that normal and just quiet and thought oh my goodness I could just work I could I could work in a coffee shop and I'm still going to be fine but from that place I felt like Anna left the building um Mm. in terms of kind of you know uh, you know how am I doing is it going well what am I going to achieve you know do people like me all that crap yeah that I had before that kind of got in the way of just living life you know because it's going through a filter of insecurity in a way you know that kind of had me like second guess things and stumble things and all the rest of it it just kind of it fell away so it feels like this just naturally has kind of emerged out of that where I've literally had nothing on it because it's nothing to do with me and I feel like when I'm not in the driver's seat and you know, the, the activity of, of my ego isn't driving the wheel, driving the car. Mm. And I'm just like, well, you know, 
I'll have a conversation. And if this conversation, you know, it's, it's either, you know, they're either going to like what we do or not. And either way, we're fine. You know, and then on the next one. And so, you know, it's not that we have had conversations that haven't gone anywhere. I just, they just don't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything about what we're doing or about me or anything else. So I can kind of quite easily move on, which is so new because I could never, I'd, I'd always take it personally, you know, those yeah. kind of things. So, um, it's uh, it's definitely it's definitely been a lot easier without um w- without anna kind of you know being in the way so mm. to speak you know it's, <laughs> it's sort of flowed a lot more easily when i get get the hell out of the way I, I love the way as well anna you're speaking about how insight has guided you to do intensives with people who are influencers yeah 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 it's uh well you know, sometimes it's, you know, because as we're starting this organization and, and you know, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, you know, when I first came here, I thought, well, I'll be in business and I'll, you know, to make some money and then I'll just do prison on the side. And, and, and actually it was a conversation with Barb Patterson. We were having lunch one day and, 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 she, you know, I don't know what, what it was about, but all I remember that came out of it was, well, my passion is is the is what's clearly opening up and what's clearly working is you know is the prison stuff and that's where my passion is. The rest of it is like oh I need to do that to make money, but and so it's like why not just do what you love, and the money will flow, um, you know which is kind of you know we're the beginning stages and you know we're we're able to pay our bills and stuff, but it's um, it feels um, like like you you know sometimes my husband can think you know you should be charging more for your work because yeah. you know when I do intensives it takes time but and it's not even strategic in the way that I've asked it just comes up that well this this person really wants to know what we're doing like I'll I'll, I'll you know do an intensive and then something emerges from that so emerges from that and and very different things have happened where it's been kind of kind of unstrategic and unthought out but it feels um very much kind of some sort of divine plan of of um of how this is all kind of you know coming together and and you just realize well that's that's really how kind of you know life works when you when you you know um sort of i don't know i keep saying this but getting out of your own way Mm-hmm. Um, but it is—it feels—it feels like it's as simple as that, and um, and so yeah, we've—you uh, know—I've done some great um, intensives that um, you know um, have have really led to people being involved, and others where they just kind of had great insight and gone on their merry way, you know. But mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's all kind of part of the fun. I know, I know. When I started my nonprofit about eight years ago, Anna, <clears throat> and I'd left my corporate career. And it was fascinating to me because my income was was decreasing rapidly, <laughs> but my well-being yeah. was increasing, <laughs> you know, immensely. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my husband was sending like your husband is like you should be charging more, Jackie. You should be doing this, and yeah. it helped me see his insecurities about money because I knew everything was going to be okay. Yeah, kind of like you, 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 you have what I'm feeling from you is a really deep knowing that this is what you're meant to do. And yeah. it's going to turn out whatever way it's meant to turn out. And, uh, you know, you're just the conduit for it. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and also I've said, if it, you know, it's a non-profit thing, it doesn't work. Well, then we'll do something else. But at the moment, 
you know, I'm going to keep following, you know, the breadcrumbs and, and continuing to do what I'm doing. And, and like you say, there's a, there's a deep knowing that, it, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to work out one, something's going to work out because yeah. life doesn't just stop. Um, mm. And so, you know, the, the kind of the creative potential in the background or the mm. wisdom or, or, you know, uh, insights point me in a direction um uh, a kind of um you know always always available uh so i'm just kind of like you say kind of going along for the ride and um and it's going to work out one way or the other and and if it, if it takes a bend in the road and it goes somewhere else then that's cool with me because um it, it's nice to it's really nice to have that that deep knowing too that it's not about it's not about me um, and it's so much beyond me and the people that are getting involved. And at the moment it's, you know, men, because that's a prison we've been in who really want to be a part of this. And um, you know, some of them, a couple of them spoke at our fundraiser and did such a great job and, and it's changed their lives. So, you know, they want to help others. And so it's kind of, it's nice too, that I get to, you know, talk about our organization, you know, whether it's with our board and whether it's with the guys that want to kind of get involved or, or hopefully, hopefully, you know, with the women as well when they come out. And, um, and, and so it feels, it feels beyond me now. It's like a food and water, but it's not, it's not mine, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of a collective kind of effort. Um, and that feels kind of fun too, because um, it's, 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 uh, it's something that wants to live um, on, on its own. And it feels like that's what's kind of happening naturally. Um, and I'm just kind of part of the, part of the spoke of a wheel. <laughs> or something or some kind yeah. of metaphor i don't know <laughs> no, I, I love that Anna. i love that because <laughs> there's absolutely no bloody ego in there whatsoever which i really i really love you know that that what's happening is happening you you had a calling to do something and you're just doing what you've been called to do yeah now, yeah with i mean i've seen some of the things you've written on your on your facebook wall um anna and that's what kind of you know, I wanted to reach out and talk to you about some of the stories that you share about the experiences that the men have had when you're running your courses are just mind blowing. And I wondered if you would share for the people that are listening, sort of one of the stories that you shared that has impacted you the most. Oh, <laughs> um, there's so many, there's mm. so many. I, I tell you, uh, actually one, well, I'll just go with the one that pops into my head. Mm -hmm. um, the, so um, the, there's other programs that run in prison and, and um, I'm not going to mention any of the names and, and they're, you know, they're, they, they're helpful in their own way and, mm -hmm. um, and, and not in other ways, you know, but they're, they're, if people get something out of the program, that's fantastic. And there's one particular, there's one particular program where part of the, part of the deal is is everyone has to hold each other accountable mm -hmm. so you're kind of you, you have to watch your back really because you have to hold so, so many people so many I, I think this is this is what I'm kind of how I get it is you have to hold so many people accountable otherwise you're not really kind of engaged in doing your job you know whatever you're not and and then you're so you need to watch what you're doing i mean the idea that i'm imagining is you've got to sort of you know be accountable to yourself and therefore if anyone else holds you accountable you're doing the right thing so i can understand the kind of the, the well, i don't know the feeling in the background maybe um but but i get guys coming in kind of you know just can be frustrated by feeling like they're being held accountable for things that never even happened and one example of that was um so it was boiling hot in the summer 
and in this program there's no there's they're in a special unit and there's no um air conditioning and um so they have massive fans it's boiling here in the mm-hmm. summer i mean they, you know talk about climate change i mean this place has gone up i feel like since i first moved here you know it's now easy to be in the hundreds for however many days but it was hot and so this guy um was was um lying on his bunk and count got caught so there's count three or four times a day to make sure they can account and he account because this massive fan was blowing just outside his door now at the same time a guy walked past and saw that he didn't move and so therefore held him accountable for not getting up for count mm-hmm. and and he and he and his thing is well i didn't hear it like you, you i mean it's just a, it was like a, a totally honest mistake i literally didn't hear it. you've got these massive industrial fans blowing and i didn't hear count mm-hmm. but what happens is he has to sit in the middle of the circle and these like 50 guys around the outside and they have to you know and he has to you know I don't even know what he has to do, but he has to listen to these people that are now kind of get it, buying into the story of what actually happened, that he was sitting on his bed and he deliberately ignored count and, you know, he should be held accountable and all the things that he's, you know, this means about his character and his personality and all the rest of it. And he was sitting in the middle of the circle and he said, you know, it was fascinating because what I realized that, that his reality of events was totally different from my reality of events like there wasn't an objective reality of what happened because he was talking about something that didn't actually happen mm-hmm. and i was in someone else's i was in someone else's movie so i could sit in the middle of that room with all these guys around me and people kind of you know having a go at me about you know not doing what i should be doing and all the rest of it which normally gets your ego going and people get you know kind of frustrated and what you know kind of want to defend yourself especially if something happened which really didn't happen Mm -hmm. and he just said I could sit there and I had nothing on it because I wasn't in my movie like this was literally I was kind of in someone else's dream kind of so to speak and they were all talking about me but it wasn't actually me because I wasn't there Mm -hmm. and and so he, he said I could just sit there totally calm and totally quiet and and kind of just take whatever anyone needs to say because I was in this kind of alternate reality mm-hmm. and then afterwards people and he came back into group kind of just going oh my goodness like just so you know this really worked literally normally this would have made me I mean I got anger issues or I did this would have made me pissed you know that I that I, I was sitting there with people kind of basically telling me something that didn't happen but people came up to him and afterwards, afterwards, who were actually having a go at him in this circle saying, man, how did you do that? Like, literally, how did you do that? Because and he's like, I just it had nothing to do with me. I mean, I can I can take it, whatever. But but I know that it wasn't mine. And so it was like it, 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 I didn't need to kind of it didn't stick. None of it stuck. I could kind of be like Teflon, you know, it just kind of it moved through me because it, it had nothing to do with me. And I just thought that there was some sort of stories like that sometimes, which help the guys get through other things they've got to get through that if he'd reacted in a bad way, he could have been removed from the program. He could have been sent to the hole because in a way, some of these things can, you know, if you're in a bad mood can make you kind of react because it's like someone's telling you something that just didn't happen, you know? So that was one of the stories that I think is kind of fun. And so powerful, Anna, for the other guys to see a true story unfolding from one of their colleagues or one of their, you know, their fellow inmates. Yeah. And to see yeah. it in real time instead of just talking about it, to actually see it in action. Yeah. 
no absolutely and that and that's where you know when the the deputy superintendent from crci said this is helping to change the culture in prison is because if you've got people dotted around in prison who aren't reacting Mm. and are and aren't kind of getting agitated by someone else's bad mood or by something else that's going on and if there's some fight about to ensue and they're not they don't react to it then it mm-hmm. calms down so it, there's like less agitation and less kind of you know there's just a, a different feeling that's starting to emerge because there's enough people now that can go hey man it's just your thinking it was just thought <laughs> Let it, it's not it's not about you it's nothing, it's nothing to do with you you know don't we you don't need to react to that and they go oh yeah right And so this, this, it feels like everything kind of calms down a notch when, when you've got people that just aren't reacting to noise on an yeah. ongoing basis. Um, and and it, makes a, it makes a difference and it gets noticed. And when we get guards, you know, saying, well, I don't know what you're doing in there, but whatever it is, it's amazing because, you know, I work in the kitchens and it can get really steamy in here. And the people that are in your programs just seem to have a calm about them that, that I, I don't know how they do it, you know. So it's kind of fun to see that other people are seeing the results and then counsellors who also see start to recommend our program to their clients in prison. So we get people coming, not just from word of mouth, but also being referred to by the, by the counsellors, which is kind of cool. It's got its own energy, Anna, doesn't it? it well, it does. Mm. It totally does. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's like I, I used to say with, with Jacqueline, you know, back in England, you know, that, that, that mine's always in the room. Mm. you know when it, when you're you know you're you're doing a, a class or something and some kicks off or, or or you know you're not on form or whatever else it's like mine's always there and it's not up to you what people see it's like they're going to see what they're going to see mm-hmm. um and 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 it sort of allows you to kind of recognize that that it's not it's their 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 own wisdom is kind of um, giving them giving themselves insights you're just pointing to pointing in a direction and, and so it's like it again allows you to kind of not feel like it's your responsibility to do anything it's like mine's always in the room so um, it takes that pressure off I guess. Do you ever do anything Anna with the prison guards the reason I'm asking is because I've, I've recently worked with a prison guard who um who saw one of the inmates trying to take his own life. His mother had recently died and this inmate just didn't want to go on living. And this prison guard um, was trying to, to stop this, this, this prisoner from, from committing suicide. And the prisoner was literally begging yeah. the prison guard just to yeah. let him go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and the guard is... is it's rightly he's he's upset about that, Anna. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Because, you know, on one hand, you know, you want to help someone who's suffering, but on the other hand, you know, how do you do that when someone is helping and taking their own life? And as a result yeah. of that, you know, he's he's quite you know, he, he he's in a place he doesn't want to be in right now. Yeah. But is is now starting to be able to see through it a bit. Nice. I always think, Anna, you know, and I said this to the, to this this prison guard that, you know, when things like that happen in our life, it's not human for us just to bat them away and just say, oh, it's just thought, it's my thinking, it's just experience. Mm. Experience is neither good or bad. It's like you've had an experience and there's something there for you to learn about you and there's something there for you to learn about other people. Yeah. 
know know where your experience is coming from but don't be afraid of it yeah and that's where his suffering was coming from Anna that he felt he shouldn't be feeling that way he felt he should have been able to handle it he felt that you know that he wasn't getting over it as quickly as he thought he should do so he was creating his own suffering on top of what he'd seen right right do you work with the guards as well Anna when you're in working in a prison I wish (laughs) I wish um well um not yet I'm Mm -hmm. going to say not yet I mean it's actually I've got a really um I've got a really uh good contact to the the head of the union who runs all the the guard prison guards Mm -hmm. in Oregon I just haven't tapped it yet yeah because I I'm not ready you know not because it's (laughs) it's like on a group of people it just mm-hmm. means that I can't be in many places I'm in enough places at once with all the programs mm-hmm. we've got going and we're doing actually a mentor training program to develop um, some teachers who want to learn to, to you know join us and therefore I don't need to do all of it mm-hmm. um, but that's one of those it's one of those things that feels big enough um, that um, I mean the the some of the parole officers want to um, have been I've been in touch with or or one of the guys who gets out who the parole officers will see that you know that such and so this guy is doing way better than anyone or any any other of their clients and mm-hmm. what is it and they then say it's about you know learning this understanding and so they want to they want to hear more about it and so there's some there's some really great POs uh, parole officers who are interested in in learning more about it mostly for their own clients to point them my direction if we have groups or when we get groups on the outside or mm-hmm. um, new programs rather than just support groups um, but in terms of the prison guards um one woman actually a woman called miss elliot who was one of the guard who works in the kitchen who notices how well the guys are doing she actually went ahead off her own back and, and bought um the inside out revolution um mm-hmm. because my, michael neil had come into prison and bought a bunch of books and so mm-hmm. they were they you know i think it'd been recommended by one of the guys um in in the kitchen and so she went out and bought it herself and so like other than people you know like personal interest and seeing like oh look this could really help me too mm-hmm. um we haven't we haven't cracked the um the guards such um whatnot yet but um but you know give it time you never know give it time we've got a contact at some point and i'm just not ready to go there yet yeah and again i love that you're listening to wisdom anna because it would be so easy <laughs> if you think you need to go there too then all of a sudden you know you don't have enough you don't have enough people to help. You don't have enough time. You want to be able no. to do it properly. I, yeah, I need my own. I need bandwidth, and I'm. I'm it's like I feel like now. I, I'm. You know, I, I feel like I don't need to take on any any anything else. We've got. We, we're good. Um, but it's. Uh, but we will have other teachers. We've got people who we're, we're you know who are learning to to teach and, and want to be part of this. So um it's it's just a matter of time but yeah the moment as you say it's kind of i'm 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 good i'll wait i can wait (laughs) i tell you what though sometimes you're like oh and the guy's like oh please anna can you work with the guards it's like yeah just you know um because they struggle i mean they really struggle like you say there's some Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff that goes on and and it's it's hard to you know, some of them become really hard and are really yeah. difficult. And, and other them is that other other some of them are really sweet. But then they get, you know, that we get harassed on both sides. Um, and so it, it's can't, you know, it, it's not not the easiest um, job in the world. I think there's more suicides. I'm not even going to, you know, suggest I know the statistic, but there's a lot of suicides. I think in prison guards. Yes, 
Oh, no, yeah, it's the same here, Anna. Um, and there's a lot of yeah. ill health as well because they internalise what's going on instead of being able to sort of to talk about it because they think yeah. it, that you know that it that it demeans them as as men, you know, in right. some way, which I you know is is understandable if they've been brought up to believe that they shouldn't talk about their feelings and they yeah, should. Yeah, totally. Which yeah. is crazy. So, I know. Apart from the prison work, Anna, what else are you doing? What are, <laughs> what, what are my hobbies? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you knit? Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, well, let's see. I mean, you know, it, it's... Uh, it, 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 let's see, what do I... That's an that's a interesting question. I mean, I do... I mean, in terms of kind of... Um, um, uh, well, how, how long... We've got. Anyway, I could go. I'm, 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 my head's kind of going. Lot of I can see. <laughs> How much time have we got? Because I go from one tangent. I'll keep it simple. I tell you what. I'm loving is there's a there's a yoga. Um, I love yoga. It's been my. I mean, in, I have to say this over the last 25 years. You know, times before I ever had this understanding. You know, it literally. I think it feels like it saved my life. Getting back onto the mat. Mm-hmm. you know an hour and a half of like i'm here i'm you know i'm, I'm mm-hmm. focused on, on on this rather than every other chaotic thing that's going on in my life um but we actually i still like really enjoy it and there's a yoga studio at the end of our street which is literally one or two blocks away and there's a there's a class at 6 a.m and now and now i'm you know i don't have to necessarily have time to go to do yoga at kind of you know in the afternoon or wherever else it is in the leisurely time so i loving 6 a.m. yoga because I can stumble out of bed at 10 to 6, get into class for 6 and and then kind of come back and I have breakfast by half past 7 and then like I've got so much time. So actually it's added on to my day because, yeah. um, you know, um, it's been kind of, um, it's, it's a nice time. Love it. It's a nice time to get up. Um, and I mean, there's other, you know, collaborations that that we're involved in, which I feel like is work, but it's not really work. A good friend of mine has this organization called ADX, which is um, basically a kind of a, a, a collaboration makers kind of movement of, of this amazing building that's full of kind of all sorts of different art equipment and, and lasers and printing, you know, screen printing and lathes and woodworking tools and all those kind of things where um, um, some of the guys that come out, can, I'm tapping them into different scholarships and different programs. And so I'm learning about these places too, you know, more and more. So, you know, we've, uh, the, the, that's kind of takes up some time as well of me just kind of finding other resources for people that can kind of get involved with cool things when they, when they're taking my dog for a walk, um, <laughs> she's our baby. Um, going to the coast, love the Oregon coast. Um, and uh, you know watching the odd series um, is, is always a nice kind of uh, way to down but I have to say you know a lot of my time at the moment is taken up by by what one would call work um, but it feels it doesn't feel like work so, I don't know about you but in, in a kind of past life pre-principles you know I used to kind of there's certain areas of I'm of the day I'd like to oh god do this I can't wait till that's finished or I'll get to the end of the day I can't wait till I've done that it'll be nice when that's over and I realized I didn't realize how much I did that kind of 
you know, wait for something to be over. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till the end of the week or, you know, the end of the day. I, and now it's like I'm in the beginning of the day and there's a lot of, I get to go and, oh, that's going to be a fun conversation. And, and so I just, it's, it's kind of, I get so curious about, you know, this is, after this intern, I'm going to get a, I've, I put a request out to PNCA, which is the Portland, um, the, no, the Pacific Northwest Arts School. So a video of it. Um, and so I got a, I got a message back from this, this young um, African woman, um, and she's really kind of um, interested in the whole, you know, um, mass incarceration and, um, failure in this country and she does she's a videographer so we're going to meet this week and she's going to um see about how we can you know she can do some video of you know, tour program and coming into prison and when mara and eric come to portland um because we're part of the, the eos collective with one solution and spark initiative and us so eos is is our names inside alliance one spark which is the inviting system Mm-hmm. which is what we're really pointing to is our internal operating system. Um, and so we're kind of involved, we've got a collective, of, you know, the people in our programs are, are communicating and talking with one another and teaching each other, you know, so the guys coming out of prison here, to the inner city kids still think it's, you know, fun to be in gangs and criminal activities and all the rest of it and talking about how this understanding help change their life and it's really nice to start to see that that kind of connection between the different organizations and different walks of life and they get to kind of um, connect together so you know that's been a fun kind of you know, on wide kind of collaboration we get to you know um, I get to connect with other people who you know who are friends of mine who I love who are doing great work so um, that's been that's been a that's good. that's an emerging kind of um, what do you call it in emerging but uh, I'm trying to think I think that's I think that's pretty full I think I you know and then my husband and I hang out and, you know if we're gonna have a Christmas drinks party on you know this this Christmas because I don't feel I've seen many people I haven't been very sociable because I've been kind of busy so so I think we're going to organize something for the end of the year but uh, you know it's all good you know it feels like it, I'm in the right place so that's perfect Anna Anna thank yeah. you so much for your time and um, for sharing what you're doing in the prisons and what you're doing in Oregon you sound as though you're on fire girl <laughs> well it's fun to talk to you it's nice I don't get to speak to you know people back at home um, often so I that you uh, taking the time to speak hey, you could be larger than life